Welcome to another episode of Miami Cop Talk. Visit us at MiamiCopTalk.com. With us is Robert Essential and Raul Correa discussing the latest issues in public safety, law enforcement, what's in the news with invited guests. And again, visit us, help us grow our audience. We are one community, one voice. And let's get ready to start another episode of Miami Cop Talk. We are coming back from our vacation. Robert Essential, Raul here. And we wanted to uh, chime in on what's going on in Cuba. What do you have to say, Robert? And I just wonder if COVID is the, will be the demise of the Castro regime, will be the cause to liberate Cuba, a virus that's caused worldwide pan, uh, pandemic, right? A virus that's caused the worldwide deaths, um, historical, and, and yet um, it has given the Cuban people cause to rise. Um, they have been injustices. We've known that the injustices that existed in Cuba for over 60 years. Uh, the conditions, the, the, the suppression to freedoms is, is the way of life there. Yet people are starving and they're trying to liberate themselves. I think that we may see a change in Cuba. I'm hoping we may see a change in Cuba for the better. Yeah, ho hopefully the coronavirus, coronavirus will kill the socialist virus that's been affecting the island nation for over 60 years. So maybe the, uh, the medical virus of COVID is going to be the catalyst that's going to destroy the political virus of socialism that has destroyed an island nation, which is why I'm here today in Miami, Florida, because my parents had to flee in exile from the island nation like many, many uh had to, like the parents of the chief of police, Art Acevedo, like uh, many of our individuals in leadership in the South Florida area whose parents fled Cuba because things were unbearable. So uh, God bless the people of Cuba. Uh, if you go on social media, everyone from Pitbull to Marco Rubio have been out there chiming in saying, you know, that we stand with the people of Cuba and freedom for the Cuban people and viva Cuba libre. Yeah, our president has condemned uh, any violations of human rights. Um, against the protesters, the peaceful protesters that are going out there and saying enough's enough. Patria o muerte o patria o vida, right? It's about time, man. Look, I, time. I served in the, in the military um, at an era in the 80s when, when, when we were fighting the Cold War against the um, communism. I stand opposed to communism and I admire those people that are out there taking a stance for themselves, for their country, and for their future. Um, you know, as we've seen on the streets or in the videos of people on the streets in Cuba, I wonder, though, at what price, what will be the human toll uh, Scary. of this, this, this protest? Scary. And just like here in the United States, when um, we in law enforcement saw an injustice with what happened with George Floyd, no one condoned what that uh, Milwaukee police officer did or Minneapolis police officer did. Um, I would invite those uh, police officers in, in Cuba, the military in Cuba, to, to join the people of Cuba, the great majority of them that want freedom. Uh, join the ranks of those that want freedom. Do not be an arm of an oppressive government that keeps people away from COVID medication, away from free press, free election. Uh, uh, a free society, 
Um, I mean, I know there are delusional people out there that believe that Cuba is some sort of a so socialist utopia, but um, I invite them to go and visit and, you know, hang out, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and that may change their uh, viewpoint. So uh, God bless the people of Cuba, of Cuba, and I hope that uh, this may be the change that uh, we've been wanting for over 60 years. Needing, needing. I mean, you know, you look at you look at the video, and what's striking to me is you look at the videos that are coming out. Look at the buildings, and then and then the, the, there are other videos that show the interior of what would be, I guess, grocery stores. Because I don't know how you could be a grocery store if there's no merchandise. Right. The shelves are bare. Uh, the, the coolers, if they have coolers, we call them coolers, are bare. Man, and then people. You see reports and hear reports of people falling in the streets ill, yet you have the police, as you mentioned, or those people who sympathize with the, with the regime uh, attacking the protesters unjustly. Well, and you and I spoke about it a little earlier. Uh, we, we've dealt here in South Florida with the building collapse in Surfside. Let me tell you something. 80% of the buildings in Cuba will probably be condemned. They're in deplorable state. Uh, you know, they, I would say 70 to 80 percent of them would not meet the building standards of uh, any, uh, uh, any, any place here in the United States. It is incredible that some of those buildings are still occupied. And um, my heart goes out to those uh, individuals in Cuba that are still living under the tyrannical dictatorship um, that is the socialism brought into uh, by Fidel Castro and his brother. I mean, imagine how great it will be, a free Cuba. Let's look into the future. Uh, we're 90 miles away from, what's the Key West, so Havana. Oh, yeah. From Miami, you're 100 and some, a couple hundred miles away. Man, the, the ability to be able to fly to that island nation that, you know, the only, the only positive thing that probably has occurred um, on the island is that ecologically, uh, it probably still has some of the best beaches in the Caribbean, right? Because okay. they're untouched. But but it would be great to be able to go back to the island or to go to the island. I've never been to the island, but to be able to go to the island and enjoy uh, what that country has to offer. They're good people there, in spite of the fact that they've been for multi-generations living under a repressive uh, socialistic regime. Man, I look forward to the day where there's a free Cuba. Um, it'll be the beacon of the Caribbean. Amen to that, brother. I agree. Um, hopefully, uh, we're seeing the beginning to the end of what Cuba has been for the past 60 years. If you speak to any old-timer that was around uh, prior to 1959 and, and, and prior to that, you, you know, people used to go from South Florida to Tropicana and, 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 and spend the day in Cuba and come back and they had amazing times. I've spoken to some old timers. I can remember when they uh, used to enjoy uh, a weekend in Cuba because it was an amazing place to go and have a great time. So uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Only God knows. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, this is Miami Cop Talk. You're here with Raul Correa, my partner, Robert Asensio. And we're on MiamiCopTalk.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, social, uh, Instagram. YouTube, but also on all major carriers of podcasts like Spotify and, uh, you know, Google Podcast. Please join us. 
drop us a line. Let us know what you think. And Raul, what's our email? Our email, 305 at landycoptalk.com. Send us some uh, emails, some information. If you want a shout out, if you have any comments, uh, you know, let us know and we'll, we'll try to put them on the air. All right. Having said that, we wish everyone a great rest of the week. God bless those people that are fighting for their freedoms. God bless all of you on the front lines. Um, we are here, as Raul says, one community, one voice, but we're here to serve you, the public. Thank you. You have been listening to Miami Cop Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode and visit us at MiamiCopTalk.com to get the latest on all our broadcasts. We want to thank our partners and sponsors that have made Miami Cop Talk possible. And on behalf of Robert Essencio and Raul Carrillo, we want to thank you for listening to Miami Cop Talk. Stay connected and visit us at MiamiCopTalk.com. Dot com.